evening. Welcome to episode th- uh, th- th- Good evening. Welcome to episode 35 of Midnight Resistance. My name's Sean Bell and I've just started using Andrex washlets which has been an interesting experience. Andy Hamilton, are you familiar with these? Um, the only reason... Are, are these like um, the moist towelets for wiping yes. your ass? The only yes. reason why I know that these are a thing is because apparently yeah. Will Smith swears by them. Does he? <laughs> I did not know that. I probably would have tried them out sooner if, if I'd known. The only thing that's disturbing... <laughs> that's why he's that, called I mean... the Fresh <laughs> Prince, mate. <laughs> The only thing that's, dis- that's disturbing about them is obviously you wipe your ass and like you don't just use the washlets, right? You use normal toilet paper first to get the, the bulk of it out of the way, and then you just use one of the washlets just to polish it off. But of course, because it's like so, right? You use your normal paper until it runs clear, yeah? Until until you're, you're all right, and then you think, right? Then I'll just try one of the washlets, and then you use that, and there's there's more, there's loads more there, and it's like how many years of my life has all that poo still been? clinging to my anus this is this i don't know if you haven't listened if you're not listened to the show before um this is this is it really isn't it yeah this is, this is how it goes um <laughs> our guest this episode is guy woodward say hello guy hello guy um you've recently had it recently recently had a brush with death yes but you're uh, right now. i was infected you were infected i was hollowing with death yeah um if this episode was going out a bit later Andy would be able to talk about Dark Souls 2. He fucking can't, because he's useless. But I think our next episode, just to sort of get it, is going to be a sort of Dark Souls 2 special, because it'll be out, so... Yeah, um, yeah, we are we are planning something um, for the release of Dark Souls 2. Whether or not it actually happens and gets edited on time is another matter entirely, but hopefully that, that'll come off and be brilliant. Um, right, let's talk about games we've played. Um, Guy, you're the guest. Would you like to go first? Uh, I find I've been playing. Well, I finished uh, Lords of Shadow too. Oh, oh yeah. See, I um... was well up for this, well up for it, and then all the fucking reports have come out and sort of shat, one shut my excitement up the up the wall, and two, I went on holiday the day it came out. So, uh, and then obviously I've taken on a quite a major game to review, which is eating yes. up all my time. So it's gone from like right at the top of my list to just gone non-existent so i was going to ask you to sell me on it but i've got a bad feeling this isn't how it's gonna go <laughs> i didn't hate it hey like box quote I, lo- <laughs> I, lo- I loved the first game fucking loved mm. it yeah mm-hmm. and most people will say you know it takes a while to get into and then once you're into it it's fucking brilliant mm-hmm. but this is ju- you keep waiting for this one to hit that same stride and it <laughs> never seems to get there and it's mm. it's a totally different like pe- you hear people saying oh it's a bit different it's totally different it feels like it's like you've got this they, they keep going on about a big open world to explore but it's mm. it just feels like slightly bigger corridors right. if you know what I mean it's still mm. really linear right and it, the city's empty now of course there's not going to be civilians everywhere but even the lack of enemies so you're just in these huge open areas and you don't get the same kind of cinematic feel because you've got full control of the camera this time. So it's just always there behind you. I don't know. It feels. It just feels like a much weaker effort. Like you can yeah. imagine this being a sequel that was formed out to a different company. Mm. You know what I mean? After how good the first one was. But I'm not really it's a surprised. Shame it, like it kind of. When the first one came out, it did sort of feel like a bit of a fluke. You know, when aye, everyone was aye. like, oh, there's a new Castlevania, but it's by the guys who made Clive Barker's Jericho. <laughs> um, no no one was expecting the first Lords of Shadow to be like as good as it was. No. Um, 
And I don't know, I wonder if either A, like that was just a fluke, or B, like the weight of expectation has killed this one a bit. I'm, like, I'm, I, like, I could understand that, I. Yeah, like everyone's actually expecting this one to be incredible. And I don't know. I mean, have you seen all these reports about the, the lead guy on it being absolutely mental? Well, that, that that's what I was kind of wondering. I wonder if that's mm. kind of part of the reason why it's kind of ended up like this. Yeah. Have you seen this, Andy? Yeah, a few bits and pieces. Was it, I think it was... Uh, I don't know if it was ever confirmed, but it wasn't it just some like anonymous forum post or like a, a guy on NeoGAF was like, oh, a mate of mine I works for the studio. Um yeah, and basically he was talking about the... I can't remember if it's the producer or someone um, on it. It was an absolute nutcase. Um, and apparently there's just loads of problems in the studio with regards to like communication between departments and changing shit all the time. Which, I mean, as I understand, it happens a lot in any big game development studio. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, what's really sad is that I was all... I was well... Because we have this long-running thing that I haven't finished the first Lords of Shadow. And I do want to. I do. And Andy keeps shouting at me for it. And I was like, right, new one's coming out. That's my deadline. Like, I want to get Lords of Shadow finished. And ideally, Mirror of Fate as well. Um, and then, yeah, and then all the reports started coming out that Lords of Shadow 2 isn't that incredible. I said that would have just, just killed your enthusiasm straight exactly, away. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, even after like after Eurogamer Expo last year when we played the demo, that demo was fucking incredible. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that big kind of the big fight with the big robot that was brilliant, yeah, and it yeah. just it never gets back to that kind of. Yeah, what a shame. I know it's even it's even like, the kind of like the, there's things that seem like nitpicking. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people are going on about the stealth sections. Yeah. No, there's this bit with leaves, and you've got to tread carefully on leaves and blah. No, <laughs> I, I did it first time, easy. But really? that was only okay. because I'd seen other people suggesting wee tips, like mm-hmm. turn into mist, and yeah, that way yeah. you don't make noise in the leaves and things like <laughs> that. But it was so poorly designed, like you could see it just felt broken, mm-hmm. like as if it had been rushed, maybe at the last minute. Yeah. Uh, wee things like that, and just. I I think if you've played the demo, you've played probably the best bit, which is really <laughs> depressing to say. Yeah. And I hate knowing that I've spent this amount of money on the game, but I don't know. It's, it just feels I I don't. It's not a terrible game, but it just doesn't feel like it's not what I was expecting. I feel like there's mm. a lot of things we were promised and they're missing. Mm. Like the last thing I read about the game before uh, it came out was about. Uh, if you go back to an area that you've kind of completed, there'll be different things to do, like side mm-hmm. missions, and that is not there. There's there's nobody about. <laughs> you go back to a place, there'll maybe be some enemies respawn. These side missions don't exist, so I don't know what happened there. Yeah, that and is odd. that wasn't that long before release that I was reading that. So fuck knows what happened. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that is odd. It sounds a bit like someone was at a preview event and was told, "Oh yeah, yeah and we're gonna have this thing where." There'll be side quests and shit. Aye, and that's, never... that's what it felt like, yeah. aye. Yeah. You'll see. What a shame. I mean, it, it feels a bit like if, if Lords of Shadow 1 and 2 had been released the other way around, it'd be a bit like Lords of, you know, Lords of Shadow 2 would have been like, oh, this, this is actually okay. There's some annoying bits, but it's all right. <laughs> and Lords of Shadow 1 would be like, right, they've hit the stride. This is brilliant. Aye, aye. Um, but it's, yeah, I don't know, weird. It's just, it, it feels, it kind of feels like it's all over the place as well. Even just mm-hmm. the story. Uh, I don't. I don't think this is a spoiler. You know the sneaking bit that I was talking about. Yeah. Well, uh, the enemy there, if he spots you, kill, kills you instantly. Brilliant. So you, your big powerful Dracula, who <laughs> Satan is terrified of, Satan is too <laughs> scared to come back, 
while you're alive because he knows you can kill him. But then there's this big fucking goat that can do you in with one hit. <laughs> and there's these enemies you need to sneak by as a rat. And they're the same. If they spot you, two shots for their gun, dead. And it, it doesn't right. add up. Yeah, so that means that those it, enemies it, are also more powerful than Satan. <laughs> it just doesn't yeah, make so, any fucking sense. Yeah, like it's mechanically irritating and also narratively. Oh, I definitely. Brilliant. I'm going to wait till it goes cheap on Steam. Yep. <laughs> yeah. that's, uh, that's Christmas Steam sale, you, you'll be all right. Yeah. Fine. It's annoying though, because that was like, it was fucking Dark Souls 2, Lords of Shadow 2. Like, that, oh, that, I, that, that I, was same that. for me. And um, it's a bit annoying that they bloody spaffed it up the wall. Now it's mm. Dark Souls 2 Mario Golf or something like that. <laughs> 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 fucking that'll do. Uh, you played anything else, Guy? Uh, I've, well, I played about a thief. Oh yeah, how's and that? that's... You've not had a good month, have you? It's fucking... Been... <laughs> I've, I've only played six hours of Thief, that's it. But they're yeah. the most boring six hours I've played a game in a long time. <laughs> wow. Now, I know that Thief is a kind of simple game. You know, you, you move about stealthily. You steal things. But I just mm-hmm. feel like all I'm doing is moving through poor people's houses and picking up <laughs> solid gold forks. Or like I'm opening a huge chest and there's just three wee gold coins in it. But that that's it. That's all I'm doing. I've done loads of side missions, done a bit of story, and I don't actually know what the fuck's happening. <laughs> and everybody in it is talking with an American accent, but they're using like Scottish and English words. <laughs> so you've got this guy like harassing a homeless person. He's like, uh, get in there, you gutter shite. And it just sounds fucking <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> And they don't seem to be able to turn off the NPC's dialogue when you're in a cutscene, because the cutscenes are uh, an engine. So right. I'm having like a, a wee secret private moment, and you can just hear this guard outside talking loud as fuck, much louder than <laughs> me and this guy who are having the conversation. And it's ruining it. I, I don't know. The game feels as if it's no finished. That's the best way it's I can really explain strange, it. strange, because like, what, what need did they have to rush this out in February? Well, it feels like. <laughs> like it was an old... It feels like it should have came out at the same time as Dishonored. Yeah. And it's often easy to compare it to Dishonored, and Dishonored's mm. fucking miles better. But <laughs> it just feels like a game that was delayed for too long, yeah. and this is them just getting it out. That's exactly what it feels like. And mm. I don't know... I mean, it's I've not had any problems with bugs or anything on the PC version, but mm. I saw a Jim, he was playing it on his PS4, Mm-hmm. And it wasn't letting them jump off ledges that it should. And <laughs> sometimes, when you're not even touching the controls, Garrett will just slide off a ledge. <laughs> but like you're talking about a big wide ledge, and he'll slide maybe three feet and then just drop off. <laughs> so there's wee Shouldn't things laugh, like that's that. That's probably really fucking annoying. <laughs> oh, it is. It's really <laughs> annoying. <laughs> but um, I it's, it's just like because this is it's Ubisoft, isn't it? Uh, is it Ubisoft? I can't even I remember. Made if I made that up. I might have made that up. <laughs> Andy, yeah. you're not helping. I don't know. <laughs> I, I've, like, it's a stealth game. I've got absolutely no interest in it at well, all. Well, I would look it up, but that'll involve me typing on my keyboard, and we've had enough fucking complaints about that last episode. Um, Yeah, it's by... No, hang on, no, is it? No, I don't fucking think it is. This is a fascinating comp. F-V-4-I-F, or whatever it's called. I was going to say, make sure you spell it right. Um, It's by uh, Square Enix. Oh right, okay. Oh, oh well, it's all a, all a play. But I was going to say, if it's all Ubisoft, right. then like as boring as most of their games are, they are at least polished. Um, well, I mean, this that. looks great as well. That's the sad thing. It looks beautiful, yeah. the lighting and everything. But every every movement just feels as if you fluked it. 
<laughs> like the game didn't want you to get there, but you managed it, wee things like that. And there's a loading screen every maybe 20 feet, but they try and disguise it as you, like, oh, you need to pry open this window to get in. Oh, and the screen just has to go dark for a few seconds, don't ask questions. Or it's like, oh, th- th- there's a door through to the next area, but the door's locked, so go the long way and climb through some boards. And you're actually, you're hitting square or X to take yourself into a cutscene because it's like, oh, you need to lift this board out the way. So, I don't know, it just it feels like shit. It just feels, I'm not enjoying it. And that's only six hours. Usually I'd play much more of a game in a first sitting to get a good feel, but mm-hmm. I just, I kept turning it off and going back to Dark Souls. <laughs> I'd love to know what happened there because... Uh, it was even like weeks before release it was getting discounted to like 15 quid some places wasn't oh, it? I got it for uh, 18 that was with two, yeah. di- two different discounts that I just got emailed <laughs> uh, just... so even at that because at first when the reviews were coming out and I'm saying mm. ah, you know even if it's shite £18 mm. I'm, I'm kind of alright with that I really regret it now I really wish <laughs> I just had not bought it <laughs> yeah because it's not so much the expenditure it's the fact that you know you've rewarded them Aye. <laughs> for releasing it and you really shouldn't have I'm part of the problem um, well, I'm sorry I'm sorry to hear you've played two really disappointing games aye so hopefully Dark, Dark Souls 2 will help that yeah yeah you'd hope so Andy yes it's fucking your turn right I've been on holiday for the like since oh, we last go. talked <laughs> so I've go. played a lot of stuff on my Vita Basically, Go um, are you gonna wait? Hang on, are you gonna talk about Gu- Guacamole? Because that is all that's all see, I've got. You've done that thing which I've brought up yeah. before on the podcast where you've got absolutely <laughs> no faith in my skills as a presenter. <laughs> I know you finished Guacamole because right. I pay attention to things you say, like on Twitter, unlike <laughs> don't fucking work both ways. But so I'm thinking, well, I did play Guacamole, yeah. so what I'm gonna do yeah. is talk about the games I've played yeah. and then. Guacamole at the end. <laughs> nice. Thus segueing into whatever you want to talk about. That'd be beautiful. But, and imagine if I hadn't brought it up. Yeah, and I know. It was and just that's like, like a million totally... times you've done that. You've, <laughs> you've got no, you've got no fucking, you've got no respect for the art of it, have you? Like, it's yeah. all very mechanical. No. no, I've told you. It's like Penn and Teller. I enjoy revealing <laughs> the, <laughs> the tricks. Go on. All right. Um. So I played a shitload of TXK. Mm-hmm. Um, that's should, should I even look at the leaderboards now? Or am I just going to cry? Yeah, you probably will. So I would. I'll okay. give give that a miss. And I'll just um, delete the game. And Oli Oli, which is also amazing. Even though mm. I, I've barely touched the single player of Oli Oli. Oli Oli is the um, daily grind mode for me. Yeah, like yeah. Every day I'm like, right, here we go, and I and I do spend like quite a, quite a bit of time on it, just practicing and practicing, and then fire it, firing into yeah. it. I um, should point out that we, as an organisation, don't like Oli Oli any, uh, anymore because one of the guys who made it knocked me out of the fucking Nidog tournament we had the other week. <laughs> so uh, fuck him and fuck his game. <laughs> um, yeah, wicked. All right. Um, so I, I was unaware of the new editorial stance. But Ollie, Ollie, no, I'll, it's I'll, fair. It was a fucking good match. Properly enjoyed it. It was good. Um, um, it's a shame I didn't win. Yeah, um, whilst um, I've been playing Manhunt 2, not through any kind what? of choice, but it's because I'm doing a cane and rinse on it this weekend. Uh, yeah. um, so I've had to play Manhunt 1 and 2 again, and Manhunt 2 is just as terrible as I remember it being <laughs> the first <laughs> time. Off. I um, actually played it the other night. It's so rough. Oh, it, it feels like they kicked it out in a couple of days. It's, it's pretty yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, it's absolutely artless and charmless oh, and aye. rough aye. and rushed. Like it, 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 it's weird because like the mechanics are no different to the first. 
Mm. It's just somehow they fucked it up. Mm. Now, that bit there where I said somehow, I need to work out what that is, expand <laughs> on it for about an hour, and then do a podcast <laughs> about it on Sunday. But I haven't quite got that far um, to do that yet, so um, hopefully that won't be a shit show. Um, so that was kind of cool. Um, I, I nearly finished Final Fantasy 1, because I'm a fucking sucker for punishment. Yeah. Um, but again, kind of enjoying it. Uh ready to move on to Final Fantasy 2, which um, is indefensible because one does have, you know, a certain charm to it. Two's just it's a shite show. It's not very good at all. Um, <laughs> but here we are. Um, and uh, Guacamelee. Um, I've, I'm cracking into that. In fact, I'm, I'm where you were sort of last, just before I went away. Um, right. Fucking... Um, I've just beaten the cheater boss and basically been told, hey, if you go over here, it's the it's the end section, so go wrap yeah. up all the stuff. Aye, aye. And uh, I'm in that part now. And, um, I mean, we, I've talked about Guacamelee a lot, and um, it was in my top 10 games of the year last year. Um, mm-hmm. So, obviously, I like it, but that's a game that fucking... It, it, it gets better and better as you go through it. Like, it, it's, uh, not, yeah. it's not a game that sort of peaks halfway through and then drops off. It's it's still getting better as I, as I power through to the end. And it's mm. even more awesome now I'm doing all this extra sort of, you know, obviously before the end game, but quote-unquote post-game stuff, which is what I believe you've been doing, Sean. Yes. <laughs> Seamless. See? Fucking hell. Work. Um, yeah, no, uh, yeah, my experience of it exactly matches yours, to be honest. Um, sort of enjoying it, like, gradually more and more as I went through. Um, and then, yeah, did, did Javier Jaguar. Well, I assume that's meant to be, is that meant to be pronounced Javier Jaguar? I don't know. Because it does, feels like it doesn't, anyway. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then, like you say, you get to that point where it's like, look, you might want to go and power up before you do the boss. And part of me was like, ah, it would be cool if this was just over now. Um, but... Yeah, um, went to do all the extra challenge shit, and it's the best stuff in the game. Mm. It's incredible. Like it's all hard as fucking nails, um, but not like it's not cheap about it. It's all it's it's like every time, like when it starts getting into the really mental, um, like you know, platforming and dimension shifting stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like every time you get to a new bit of that, and you know, you're staring at the screen, just like, what the fuck do I even do this? And then you sort of throw yourself at it, and you usually end up dying. <laughs> quite a lot but then but when it clicks it's just like oh you tricky bastards <laughs> like <laughs> like there's a there's a sort of like it all clicks straight away and it's like you're sort of annoyed at how difficult it is but you can't help but um admire like how clever the design of the, mm-hmm. the puzzles are um yeah so uh so, so it started off um just going around trying to 100 percent each area which i thought just entailed um you know, like finding more uh, treasure chests and stuff. But then you find out there's all these uh, passages to Chakmul. Um, have you done any of these? No, yet, I haven't. You? See, I, I saw you talking about like a mask, and yeah. I've not seen anything about this at all. So yeah, uh, well, basically, it's it's one of those excellent things. Now, if you just go straight to the boss, um, you'll like you get uh, for defeating him, you get one of the pieces of this mask, and then that that's i think that's then meant to trigger you to then be like oh okay i should probably go back and find the rest of these pieces um because it also when you get them all it also triggers a different ending okay right. spoilers um <laughs> that said uh, it's worth seeing the normal ending first fuck me um yeah i won't say anything but jesus that was bizarre anyway um yeah uh, but you just like so I, I didn't do the boss first i just started exploring and yeah um got to the the end of one of these parts and, like they're all sort of really nicely sort of signposted like um 
like you'll just have like a weird inkling like um, there's one is i think it's the war temple you get all the way to the right of it and then it just opens out completely right and then you're like hang on a minute i've now got the um the ability you know where you do the yeah jump off go. the wall and you die yeah nice, horizontal. Nice. it's like hang on a minute i bet if i go really far left there's a horizontal wall i can use and there is and you use that and it's incredible and you go flying across this chasm and then and it like all the the chak mall bits are like there's this really nice feeling of like you are way off the fucking map um whenever you find one of them and they'll usually be like an npc it's just like oh you're not really meant to be here mate like, what's going on <laughs> um and yeah and they're all like insanely hard and then you, you do one of them and then yeah and then suddenly it's like you know um when you find like one of the pieces um like one of the pieces of heart which then you know you get three of them and it gives you an extra uh gives you a longer health bar it's like that, but it's just one, like, piece one of this, of the, the Luchador mask. Oh, aye. And it's just right. like, oh, fuck. Um, and it reminded me of um, trying to find all the stars in Braid, in that it was just like, you find one, and then it's like, oh, what have I started? Yeah. <laughs> what, what's this? What's this? What is this going to do? Um, and, yeah, and it's, it's fucking excellent just finding all these extra challenges, and they're just, yeah, just so, so brilliantly designed. Um, it was just, like, it was frustrating at times, but, yeah, just an absolute joy getting them all done. Um, like I, I can't remember the last time I finished a game and like enjoyed it this much, but was just like, like just really chuffed that I've done it. Mm. <laughs> um, there was wasn't you know, usually when a game ends you really like. There's usually like an element of like, ah, oh, I'm kind of sorry that was over, mm-hmm. or ah, oh, actually the ending was a bit fucking disappointing. Um, no, nah, just yeah, fucking guacamole, brilliant. Played it, done, excellent. We'll we'll recommend it to anyone. Have you seen the um, um the they're bringing out on the Wii U? Yes. With uh, a ton. They've got all the stuff, the extra stuff on the PC version, plus more. Jesus. I didn't realise the PC version had extra stuff. Yeah, it's oh, like I a didn't know that. special version, special edition. Yeah, I now wish I'd bought it in the Humble Bundle before it expired yesterday. Yeah, so the, um, <laughs> yeah, but apparently the, that Wii U version's got like 25% more. Jesus. And I assume that's all going to be endgame stuff as well. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, which is cool. Apparently it's the best bit, so that, yeah. that's really cool to hear. Shame it'll only sell about ten fucking copies, though. Well, that's one each. <laughs> yes. One hundred percent attack rate. Yeah. Uh, I haven't really played anything else. I've been playing um, the full version of Out There. Uh, I just talked about was it last episode, maybe the one before. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Um, I'd only played the beta then. Uh, played the full one now, and it's yes, yeah, it is the same, but more of it, um, and loads more sort of interesting encounters. Loads of which, um, like they don't even do anything. Um, they're just excellent little like the writing's not great because English isn't the guy's first language which is fair enough um, like there's sort of weird little grammatical errors and stuff um, but it's yeah occasionally it'll just be like oh yeah I arrived at, at this place and there was a fucking hole the size of a planet do you want to fly in it yes or no and then you fly <laughs> into it and it's like yeah there's like some sort of like impossibly vast city in the centre of it um, but then my ship started to like overheat and crack and I had to fly away. And there's all these weird little things where, like, they, they barely even affect the game, but you're just, like, sort of describing these sort of bizarre sort of cosmic phenomena. Um, it's really strange, but cool. So, yeah, still enjoying that. And that's, that's fucking it. Is this our shortest what have we played this week bit ever? Yeah, it is. Um, so we'll... well, everyone says the questions are the best bit yeah. anyway, so maybe this is... <laughs> we'll move on. The... <laughs> yeah, it's fair enough. We'll move on to the second. Um, one thing that I do mm. want to talk about... Uh, I, I was on holiday. I was in Berlin, and I went to the yeah. um, the computer spielen museum, uh, <laughs> the, the fucking computer game museum that they've got there. And um, yeah, if you ever find yourself in Berlin, you should definitely go. It was really cool. Um, it's not very big. You can sort of see everything that's in there in about fucking twenty minutes. 
about yeah. an hour if you read every minute detail, but it's just, like, they are totally on point with what you want. The first thing you see when you go in, other than a big fucking statue of Solid Snake, which is, <laughs> which is excellent, is they've got a little wall of fame, and it's got it's got mm. who you'd expect on it as Molodou fucking Kojima, and these people appear to have been here and shaken hands with the owner and been put on the wall, <laughs> so that's kind of cool. Um, mm. They've got, like, this sort of history where there's all these like green plastic boxes with a console in and you can mm. pull out these fact sheets about them and stuff and it was quite it was just awesome to see like big green plinth with a plastic box in it and just dreamcast <laughs> <laughs> you know just it's just in there you know yeah. immaculate condition and the c64 and they had a boxed copy of et um, oh shit! Brilliant. Yeah, they, they, there was an um, escape the landfill. Like there was another wall <laughs> quite similar, uh, where it was a load of green plastic boxes, and it was kind of like um, uh, benchmark games, games that sort of changed things, mm-hmm. going back as far as like the sixties, and it was you, know, you sort of went through it, um, and they had like box copies of all these like you know fucking things like Doom and whatnot, and there was a couple mm. of really cool parts like um, there was a wall of FPS, and it sort of showed its evolution from like you know three D monster mates all the way through <laughs> until like they had a virtual reality machine an old ass virtual reality machine about halfway up and apparently they have a rift but it wasn't there so oh. again playing the oculus rift just fucking thwarted me again <laughs> um but what they did have was the pain station oh yeah right now i don't know if you know what this is I, I know of it yeah. right it's basically pong okay so you've got the dial to turn and that's what you do with one hand. And your other hand, you place on this metal pad. And you've mm. basically got to hold these two buttons down. And as you release the buttons, or one of them, you release the pressure on the buttons, this health bar goes down. And when the health bar hits zero, you lose. So it's not actually about the points at all. It's not, <laughs> you don't have to be very good at Pong. It's about, you lift the hand up, you're fucked. Now, what happens is, periodically, behind, you know, on the death line of Pong, these little boxes appear, and there's three types of boxes, and they do a different thing. The first one is electric shock. <laughs> right. We get a fucking electric shock. <laughs> <laughs> Second one is heat, where right. it fucking heats your hand up. And the is third it like that one, bit in June. <laughs> uh, well, no. Um, and the third one is the whip. Okay. <laughs> and if you look just to the left of the um of where you place your hand, there's like this like mm. rubber tail. Curved round. I'm like, all right. So anyway, you have to go to the front desk and ask the dude, like, all right, I want to play on the pain station. So I, yeah. I, my, I was a bit. I was watching this other couple play it, and it it didn't look all that at all. And like the girl sort of went ah oh, straight away, and that was the end of that. And the guy couldn't really convince her to play anymore. Um, so that was it. It looked a bit of a letdown. Um, and you know, language barrier and all that lot. I was a bit like, oh, I'm not sure if I can be asked. Because you've got to sign some form. <laughs> so, but my girlfriend's like, you'll regret it if you don't. So she was up for yeah. playing it. And I was like, okay, let's play in the fucking paint station. Um, sign the form, the release form, which literally says, like, anything that fucking happens to you, well, so be it. <laughs> <laughs> which is a bit of a concern. And we start playing it. Right, first of all, the heat, whatever. It, it, <laughs> it heats up the thing a little bit. It's a little bit uncomfortable. But yeah. you know it. It's this thing where, like, you kind of know psychologically, well, it's not going to fucking set my hand on fire or anything like that, so I'll just grit it out. Um, mm-hmm. The electric shock. It's the same as those, like, thing, those games, arcade games, where you hold the metal bar. Oh, they, I. It's aye. about that. It's kind of like electric fence sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, initially, it shocks you, and you sort of pull your hand away and go, hey, you fucker. And um, <laughs> obviously that takes the pressure off the... Um, 
off the plate, so it's a good one if you if you're playing for points on the um on the pain station. It's a good one to go for because most people's reaction. <laughs> but after about the second time, I was just like, yeah, whatever. Used to it. Don't yeah, fucking yeah. worry. Fuck the whip. <laughs> <laughs> right. So the first game, I play it. Electric shock comes up. My girlfriend goes, ah, bastard, and she loses. So we're like, all right, let's play again. Second time, man, like. I don't know if she had some fucking auto aim on every single time she managed to get on the whip and you could just hear it going like a machine gun just slapping against man and like I'm I'm shit at Pong it turns out so I'm losing fucking points left right and centre I'm getting fucking electric shock but every time like I'm electrocuting her and I can see the heat thing whip goes off like maybe once the entire time and Nothing. Like, everything else. But every time she scored a point at me, it was the fucking whip. <laughs> just smacking this fucking little... And every time, it was just miserable. It was like, oh! So, I didn't want to lose, because I'd been whipped about five times, and I was like, I'm not fucking losing now. So I just... I, I don't know. You know I, I completely forgot it was my girlfriend I was playing against. I just fucking pushed my hand down, like, as hard as I could, and just sort of had this mindset of, like, I am not going to let go of this, no matter what. And again, every single time, the whip, the whip, whip. And I think I took it about nine times, and the fucking guy who ran the place, who was watching us, looked like he was about to step in. <laughs> and then she, my girlfriend got the whip, went, ah, and then her, she, apparently she didn't put her hand down, and she thought she had it down, and she lost. But she claims it wasn't a real victory. But I put took a photo, and I've still got a line, but I, I had a fucking welt. <laughs> like, oh. full-on, like, sort of, inch and a half long welt on my hand from this fucking rubber whip that kept whacking me on the... Um, but by God, I won. <laughs> um, so well done. Master of the pain station. Um, <laughs> but yeah, well worth... Well, other than that, well worth a trip to the um, video game museum in Berlin. It has loads of cool stuff and any... Um, any building in the world, never mind museum, that you go in and they have a massive mural for Res, which, because they consider it a landmark title, gets, you know, <laughs> chuck them a couple of fucking quid your way. They deserve that. Yeah, fair dues. I never know, like, I always wonder, um, yeah, I think the only thing that I've been to that was close to this was I went to the um, Game On exhibition in Manchester uh, a couple of years ago. And I feel like because we're all fucking nerds and we've, you know, we've been playing games since like the 80s or whatever, like a, a lot of it, like you go to these exhibitions and it's kind of like, look, here is an old console with an old game on it. It's like, yeah, I played it. I, I, <laughs> like I, you don't get the same thing. Like, you know, when you look around a proper museum um, and there's things that like, it's like, holy shit, this is hundreds of years old. I can't imagine this ever actually existing, but here it is in front of me. That's incredible. Whereas <laughs> the games were all just a bit like, well, yeah. Mm. That's I, I had Bye. one of those, and then I threw it in the bin because <laughs> <laughs> um, I think maybe I, like I don't know if it's just like obviously it's not a criticism of any of these exhibitions; they're all really cool. I think it's just uh, I think we need more history, um, like we need more decades under our belt before I, I, those yeah. things will sort of be like as interesting as they could be. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's just it's cool that somewhere has started. Like yeah, they've of course. started yeah, yeah, yeah. The, mm-hmm. the collection, basically. Mm-hmm. There's like a couple of old old arcade games in there. I fucking did level one on Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. Billy Mitchell will be proud. <laughs> and that was um yeah, it, it, yeah, but decent. Go there. Just fucking mm-hmm. the whip. I mean, yeah, the I mean, I, obviously, like I say that. Um, obviously, people should be doing the work of preserving these things. Like you remember, like in Trocadero, man. Where's all that gone? 
Yeah, Actually, no, most of it's gone to that one on Gooch Street, hasn't it? No, that one's Fuck City as well, I think. Oh, is it gone? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> That's what I heard. But it was like, like I remember, um, I'm pretty sure I told this story before, but uh, they had a Bishy Bashy special um, machine at the Trocadero. And I remember one time we went and one of the buttons was fucked on it. And we were like, oh man, like no one's repairing that. Like, <laughs> who, who who would even bother? And then we went back like a month later and someone fucking had. They'd fully, like, they'd re- <laughs> you know, the button, like, well, the button wasn't just broken. It was like smashed and had been removed. Um, but yeah, someone must have got the part for it and, and actually bothered to fix that. And that was, that was excellent. But um, then it was in the last few months before, you know, when they knew they were selling the place, um, they were just letting it go to the dogs, weren't they? Just everything yeah. was breaking. They just weren't repairing anything. Um, which, from a business point of view, I understand. But um, yeah, no, it was, it was really sad to see. And like you say, like, where, where are most of those machines now? Yeah, man. Bullshit. So yeah, yeah. so, you know, from a whinging, um, no, definitely <laughs> oh, that cool one, that places are one, preserving these things. One final thing as well, just to sort of show you the level of kind of, you know, knowledge that was on display is they had a specially mm. uh built up arcade version of rom check fail oh, right. like, on sort of prime display and an <laughs> and an explanation of like what a rom hack is it was in like the section on modding yeah. and there was like loads of quake <laughs> stuff around as well that's cool but, yeah it's really cool cool <laughs> shit should we do some questions yes all right fucking hell right so we'll go in <laughs> um first of all the powerful wu-tan dang who's currently Fine. calling himself Will Selfie, um, <laughs> says, which controversial black metal singer will have the best maintained town in Animal Crossing? Now, because this is Dan, I'm going to go ahead and assume that this is a clever music joke that I don't get. No, I think he is actually asking it like, genuinely, like, which controversial oh, okay. black metal singer. Well, Euronymous's <laughs> town would be shit, because he's been right. dead since 1993. Um, <laughs> so full of weeds. So full of weeds. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Varg's town would be full of like uh, racial hatred, um, okay. which isn't too dissimilar to like well some other people I know's Animal Crossing town anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> what else? Um, I don't know. Danny Filth from Cradle of Filth. <laughs> He's controversial. He had the Jesus is a cunt T-shirt once upon a time. His town might be quite nice. You see, that doesn't was that really controversial? That doesn't seem like it would be very controversial. Some mums didn't like it. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> maybe Gal. Gal caused some controversy because he's openly gay, which, needless to say, most people in the black metal just couldn't fucking handle. So, um, <laughs> so um, he was quite controversial. I think he's, he'd have a quite. I think he's a fashion designer as well. So yeah, his town would be the shit. We we'll go with Gal. That is Gal. Um, all right, next one. The one Nalan. N. Allen, Nalan, says, how many pints did Andy have in Germany? A lot. Most of them were on the first night because I was a little bit too excited to be on holiday and <laughs> kind of wrote myself off for most of the rest of the week. Um, Brilliant. But, um, yeah, ordering beer in litres when you're drunk <laughs> is difficult and you always end up getting too much. <laughs> um, that's all you really need to know about like what happened there. Um, Wicked. And I had like about six different kinds of sausage as well, because that's what you do when you go to Germany: drink loads of beer yeah, and yeah. sausages, um, which is borderline racist stereotype. But <laughs> to be honest, I think they've got it all figured out over there. Booze it's and better, sausages. It's a better way to be. It's yeah, like yeah. that. Like I could sustain myself purely <laughs> on those things. All right. He also asks: snake or ocelot? Snake, obviously. Snake. I'm with snake. Yeah. Ocelot's yeah. the bad guy and a bit rubbish. Yeah. Um. He also asks: Revengeance or Resident Evil Four? 
Ooh. Ooh. Uh, to be honest, well, I've, I've still not properly played Revengeance, even though friend of the show Chris Van gave me his copy to play. Um, or was it? No, hang on. No, I'm getting confused. That was it. Was fucking Sam White. Yeah, not <laughs> not friend of the show. <laughs> yeah, enemy of the show, Sam White. Let me that. Um, um it's Resident Evil Four. It's yeah. not even close. Yeah, I like yeah, Revengeance it's a lot. It's not even close. Aye, yeah. aye. Next. Um, he says, which of you is more likely to go mental and murder an entire continent? Landy, obviously. Uh, <laughs> sort of questions that. Fez, um, Bitsocket. The oh. Bitsocket boys have t- taken a break from their busy schedule to ask us, um, do you think that Arkham Knight will finally show Batman shagging? Now, um, we don't need Batman, uh, Arkham Knight to show us that because there is, if you go on uh, Pornhub, um, there is some video on that now I can't remember what the video is actually called but it's definitely got Batman and some Batman villains in it doing all sorts of things um, so if that's what you're into uh, give that a look nice one I don't think the game's going to show him shagging is it, I, I don't know how to feel about uh, Arkham Knight because um, they're, yeah. they're banging on about it being massive Aye. and I don't, don't need that I like the fact that Arkham Asylum was very focused and quite small, but you know there was each of these areas that, like, each one was obviously totally reflective of mm-hmm. the villain that was in Aye. control of it, um, and that was really nicely done. Whereas City, which is still really good, and it annoys me that people enjoy laying into it, um, yeah, sort of lost that a bit, and it was a you know diluted. And it sounds like they're going even further in that direction, which is a shame. Yeah, no, I, and, I, I, and and probably won't be any shagging in it. Yeah, that, that's totally it. It's like. <laughs> City's amazing, but like Arkham Asylum's, like it's genius in places, Aye. and it, it was it, City stretched the stretched the genius too thin. I feel, yeah, um, probably a bit more fun to play. Like, well, yeah, I mean, it's by Rocksteady again, which is cool. Um, although, have you seen that they're they're referring to it as the end of the trilogy? Yeah, I haven't noticed that. <laughs> cheeky bastards. <laughs> Uh, right, next question. Next question is from Moonjam, who says, which game would you like to see converted for use with the Oculus Rift? I've got one answer for this I've been using for ages, and it's any of the Rogue Squadron games. Yeah. So I'll probably oh, just shit, start right. fucking crying. <laughs> 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 Could you imagine being in the Battle of Hoth? <laughs> like, just fucking looking, like, you know, at the start of the film when they all fly out together, and they've got yeah. the... 8080 walkers and shit on the horizon. Imagine that, and you can see them on the fucking hill in the snow, and you look left, and you can see your fellow pilots, and one of them gives you a nod, like, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to wrap them up in the fucking tow cables. Like, there's no way that won't be amazing. And obviously, it would have that music and those sound effects, and, you know, that would be enough. Um, so yeah. Have you seen that someone's somehow managed to get um, one of the Metroid Prime games working with it? Yeah, apparently um, former guest Andy Kelly is has, is going to be trying that any day, any day now. Because uh, been... that's just perfect, because obviously it makes sense. Because one of my issues is that obviously, like, maybe it's a bit jarring having to wear this fucking helmet. But if you're playing a character who is wearing a helmet, Aye. that sort of works. Immersion. Mm. Next. Next question. Also from Moonjam, he says, What is the most expensive thing you have broken? Uh, I don't know. Um, that I have broke. I mean, I've had uh, Dreamcasts break on me, plural. Um, but that wasn't my fault, unless unless the reports I've heard that putting naughty discs in a Dreamcast does actually damage the laser. I've never been sure if that's really true or not. The most probably, I don't know. I don't think I've ever really broken anything too expensive. Um, I'm generally pretty careful with stuff. Aye, does it count yeah. if it broke from use? 
That's what, yeah. yeah. Like, thing I my, my old PS3 just broke the other week. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. And it was, a, it was a fucking, the original. So I don't even oh, backwards, so... I don't have backwards yeah. compatibility now, and I lost all my fucking saves. And mm. Fucking hell. That was a bit shit, but I mean, yeah. how much did they cost at launch? That was a 60 gig. They were yeah, like they were 400 quid, aren't they? Well, uh, that that must be then. That. Yeah. Aye, aye, that would have been the most expensive thing I broke then. Mm. I broke some kid's arm at school. Because um, <laughs> he have... And, it, it, like, and of course, life is the most precious thing of all. <laughs> yeah, so. um, it wasn't even like a badass thing where I like broke his arm. He was a <laughs> And he thought he'd like, take me out playing football on in a PE lesson. And he came in with a crunching two-footed tackle that I tried to jump because I kind of saw it coming. And yeah. his, he sort of clipped me as I was jumping, and I went right up in the air and just came right down on his arm, <laughs> snapped it, <laughs> fuck it off. Um, that was quite good. Um, nice one. Yeah, maybe he would have gone on to be like a really good sports star or something like that, but the injury <laughs> put him back. So, so in a way, yeah. I've cost him fucking millions. Um, <laughs> that'd be good. Um, Moonjam also asks, what is your favourite incidental detail you've discovered in a game? Oh, that's a good Ooh, question, uh... isn't it? I don't know if this counts. The um, on Wheel of Katamari on the PS2, um, you can play. There's like a versus mode. You can play with your mates, and you each like you pick like the different character or whatever. Um, and then yeah, like buried. I'm not sure if it's even buried, but you just why would you ever look at it? There's like a versus ranking screen, um, and it's fucking stunning. There's like basically all the people. There's like a it's like a, a cross section of like some like the ground in a garden or whatever, um, and basically all the people who are shit are all like little worms in the ground and then all the people who are good I think I think they're either like flowers or like butterflies or something <laughs> and it's fucking beautiful and it's just totally unnecessary and I mean I played this game for about 50 hours before I even knew this thing existed um, and there's just there's more like you know imagination and heart in that than in most entire games <laughs> yeah, anyone else? that's a good one um, incidental detail um I, I, it, there was that pretty awesome moment where, like, if you played Shadow of the Colossus a lot and mm. maxed out the grip bar, you could climb up to the bridge um, at the top of the temple that you start in, and mm -hmm. it's that sudden dawn like moment when you realise, oh, it's the bridge from Eco. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was great. I don't know if that's an incidental detail though, but, well, but it's on, always there. It's not. It's not it, wait, 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 wait. It's not the bridge from Eco. Yeah, it is. No. I mean, it's it's yeah. Clearly, it is evo evocative of that. No, it's, it's, it's not the same, same one. It's the fucking same one. It's not. I'm telling you, it oh, is. Shit. I'm saying anyway. nothing. <laughs> uh, another good one um, in Psychonauts. I mean, there's a whole bunch of them. Psychonauts, one of my favourites. Um, I discovered through that uh, little companion app they did for the iPhone uh, a couple of years ago. Um, when you are doing the tutorial with uh, Agent Sasha Nine, mm -hmm. um, and he's teaching you how to use your powers and stuff, he's like, "Great, uh, you're inside his head." And that's how he's teaching you how to use your combat abilities and stuff. He's like, right, here's a, a lamp, and I fucking hate it. I forget the words he uses, basically. He's like, yeah, this lamp's disgusting. Like, destroy it. And like, that, that's what you use for target practice, this lamp that flies around. Um, but then when you unlock um, one of his memory vault things, um, there's, you know, just there's really nice um, sort of flipboard, whatever they are. Yeah, just like a se sequence of pictures. Um, and yeah, basically, his mum died um, when he was a baby. And uh, yeah, you can see the one, this one frame where his mum passes away. He, uh, Sasha Nine is a baby and is caught at the other side of the room. And that lamp is the bedside lamp um, next to his dead mum. Oh shit! So he, he, yeah, the reason he hates this lamp so much is because he associates it with the death of there's his. There's actually mother. a really, yeah, there's loads of psychonauts. There's another really good. Yeah, one. You I... only get the um, the uh, clairvoyance power. 
Um, yeah. If you uh, jump into Sasha Nine's head mm. and look at Raz, he sees himself. Oh, yeah, it's like a little version of himself. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, 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 he just sees a little version of himself because, you know... <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, there's lo- there's loads of them like that in Psychonauts. Like fucking, yeah, there's, the, oh, there's, um, there's almost one every couple of minutes. Yeah, the, the the two kids that are always banging on, like the sort of kind of outsiders, and they always keep talking about like they've got this plan to like teach everyone a lesson, and they're like, yeah, 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 we'll fucking show them. And you think like, what are they gonna do? They're gonna like pull some prank on someone or whatever. And then I forget how it comes out, but it's towards the end of the game. It's revealed that like they were just gonna kill themselves. <laughs> And that's that's it. Like that. It's like oh shit. Um, yeah, tons of stuff like that in Psychonauts. Mm. Brilliant game. Well, yeah, sure, man. there was that. Um, what teacher is it? The female teacher. You're at, you're at the big party. In oh, her yeah. Head. oh yeah, the little black that, room. That's fucking horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's yeah, yeah. that's another one of those kind of lovely wee things you can find, but it doesn't even mm. need to be found. Mm. Yeah. I didn't find it the first time through the game. It was Sean who told yeah. me about it, and I was like, mm. "What? <laughs> Sorry." <laughs> <laughs> Burning orphans, like. <laughs> um, in uh, first Pokemon, um, only found about the. I think I talked to you about this. And I only found this out recently. I, I gather it is common knowledge. Um, but where you, uh, your rival Gary, whatever he ends up getting called, um, he has a Rattata and it oh, then disappears. Aye, and then aye. and then you see him at the ghost tower, and yeah, and it's because it's Rattata. Like apparently, it's the implication is his Rattata actually died. Um, and, that, and he's mourning it at the ghost tower. And you fucking show up. I'm the best trainer in the world. So have a fucking fight on holy ground. Awful. Anything else? Uh, the wee cat at the beginning of Revengeance. I love that. <laughs> What's that? I don't think I've seen that. Sure, um, the first mission in Revengeance, uh, before you go up the stairs off the beach, there's just oh, a wee yeah. white cat kicking about. And right. automatically you think, oh, fucking chop it to bits. And it backflips <laughs> and dodges every one of your sword yeah, slashes. Nice. Because I ended up doing that and ended up cutting the fucking stairs down. And then I didn't know how to get back up and I had to restart. But I had a wee cat. The wee cat's cool. Wicked. Um, next question. Psych Tyson says, you have to form an NWO-style stable of three video game characters. Who do you choose and why? Oh, so hang on, if I wanted to make an NWO-style state... I was going to say, three... you're going to have to educate me yeah. on what exactly that involves. Well, they were, a, they were a heel faction in WCW, and the right. members were... And these are the three things you need to know. Okay, yeah. cause this, so this is what we're looking for. Cause I think if you just chose three fucking bad guys, that yeah. wouldn't really capture the spirit of the NWO. So I feel that, like you're going to need to know. So you had Hulk Hogan. Yeah. With his skin of a hot dog and silken hair. <laughs> <laughs> hair of a chain. Hang on, Hulk had a heel phase. I'd yeah, he did. It was, I suppose it, they all do it, at some yeah, point. Yeah, it, right? it was legendary, his heel phase. <laughs> um, so, Hulk Hogan, um, leader, fallen legend, obviously, because he was good. <laughs> now he went bad. And um, preferably with good facial hair, but willing to leave that a bit open. But that's what you're looking for with Hogan. Um, yeah. Kevin Nash, big sexy. He was very tall, <laughs> and he had... A, a fantastic mane of hair. Um, also, massive ego. Possibly one of the biggest. Um, right. So you're looking for those sort of traits in the second one. Third, Scott Hall, alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> so where do we go from there? I haven't got a fucking clue, lads. I mean, I, um, yeah, because I when you said uh, heel, I was going to be like, oh, well, fucking Wesker or... But no, yeah, I think Wesker gonna, would like... probably be a pretty good first one for Hogan. Yeah. So okay. Wesker... Um, who's gonna, who's gonna be the muscle? Who's gonna be the Kevin Nash, the big guy? Um, uh, Debilitas. I was just, from, I was just thinking that. De- Debilitas <laughs> from Haunting Ground. From Haunting Ground. <laughs> and 
<laughs> oh, amazing. Um, yeah. And who's going to be the alcoholic? Max Payne. Max Max Payne. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So you got uh, Max Payne, <laughs> or or what's the guy from the um, oh shit, well, the, the Condemned Games? Oh yeah. Uh, no. Ethan Thomas. Yeah, yeah, Max. I think Max Payne's in it. So we got. You reckon he takes it? All right, fine. We've got Wesker. I'm just, I'm just saying, right? Max Payne uses <laughs> guns, right? But the guy from Condemned doesn't he literally beat up his own alcoholism with his fist? He does. He Some... shouts people's heads off. Well, there um, you go. Scott Hall hasn't managed to do that. So, um, <laughs> so we'll, we'll go with Max Payne. Um, yeah, it's a good team. Max Payne, Debilitas, and Wesker. <laughs> 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 I don't. I don't think any podcast about video games in the world has mentioned Debilitas as no. much as we have. Like he's, he's, he's practically the mascot. He is. Um, Moonjam says, "Which is gaming's greatest fist?" Um, oh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, obviously, God Hand. I was just about to say. That. Yeah, that uh, is the greatest is. one. I mean, there's a few it others is. like you know the fist from Doom's quite iconic. Yeah. Um, you know, but God Hand is it. Yeah. It's a game about that. <laughs> um, he also asks, which helpful NPC has most deserved to die? Um, I don't know. Probably, uh, who's the fucking the doctor from Luigi's Mansion 2? Maybe in the first one as well. Oh, fucking... Yeah. Mm. He, I mean, I know he's trying to help. But I think it's his voice more than anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can't skip his dialogue ever. Well, he sounds like a prick. Um, <laughs> he is. He is. Uh, I can't think of any others. Yeah, surely you can. Um, hey. I imagine Navi's up there for some people. I know everyone likes to get angry Aye. about uh, saying hey and listen all the time. Yeah, Navi's a bit of a prick. Yeah. Anyone else? No, mm. I think Navi and, yeah. well, the fucking bloke from Luigi's Mansion. That's enough blood around. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm sure there's worse, though. Like, I really Probably, am. Yeah. Um, he also asks, what is your favourite non-video game game? Oh. Um, Mine's Cosmic Encounter. I was going to say it's got to be Cosmic Encounter, isn't it? Amazing board game. Guy, got any? <sighs> oh, I'm fucking lost. <laughs> I, d- I don't know much outside of games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this wasn't what I signed up for. <laughs> no. <laughs> Next. All right. Arm McG says, "Had my first go at Armor Freeze multiplayer the other night. What's your most terrifying online video game experience?" <laughs> I know what my most terrifying online video game experience, and that's when me and you were playing Second Life, and that woman told us to rape her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that was that's got that's up there definitely, and we ended up doing it just to be polite. <laughs> um, that was good. Uh... <laughs> Um, probably uh, EVE Online um, flying through low security space for the first time and nothing happened but for about 15 minutes I was just hurtling through the void convinced I was about to get blown up um, which is a good experience <laughs> anyone else? Uh, Saints Row 2 online yeah. there was a guy who I got on good with we had like a kind of good team thing mm. going and then one day, he just decided that he would stop talking, but he would just breathe really heavily. And every, <laughs> everywhere I went in the game, he was just running against me, just like, like as if he was rubbing on me. But this that went on for maybe two weeks before I realised I could just fucking block him. But that I was I got, I got scared eventually because the, the novelty yeah. wore off, and it's like, oh, it's just a laugh. No, I was I was fear. Yeah, no, that's uh, it's not on. <laughs> no question. 
Next question is from the same guy, R. McG. He says, how do you explain the plot of Metal Gear Solid to your future mother-in-law and why it matters? <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact he's not giving us the option to not tell her because it doesn't matter. Because <laughs> um, it does. Um, God, no, I can't even... No. That's impossible. It'll be a tough one. You just have to sit them down and fucking go for it, won't you? Like, yeah. full on, like, just sit them down with... Once upon a time, there was a man. <laughs> There's a man called Solid well, Snake. Well, hang on. I was going to say, yeah, where do you start? I, do you do it chronologically, I, or do you do it I, in order of the games? I would start from Metal Gear Solid, yeah, mm-hmm. and go through it from there. Okay. And when they ask, well, hang on, how did that all come to be? You go, well, <laughs> well, <laughs> and see if you can get the natural segue going. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. Um. No, my uh, my future mother-in-law was baffled by Nintendo Land, so don't think, <laughs> don't think the story of Metal Gear Solid is of any interest to it. But he's right; it does matter. It is important. Oh, um, definitely. Yeah. Well, mine finished Tomb Raider, so I reckon. All right. All right. I reckon I could probably have a go at it. <laughs> there might be a few parts where, like, there's a feigned interest. Like, I was going to say but... the part where you go. So he's in his arm, right? And he's... <laughs> He's in his arm. No, no, bear with me, bear with me. <laughs> you know, it does make sense. It does. It does. Well, imagine right. trying to explain how a person can control bees. I think by that point, like, <laughs> that's small fucking potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think, it, yeah. All right. Next one is from our man, Manly J Panda. And he says, you can leave one NPC or firekeeper alive in a playthrough of Dark Souls who is spared your wrath. Um, Solaire, isn't it? Nah, man. Mm. Mine's the fucking Firelink Shrine woman. The reason, really? the reason oh, why I... is because on yeah. my first playthrough of Dark Souls, yeah. I beat Lautrec yeah. and got a Firekeeper soul and then yeah. went on and did Ornstein and Smile. Yeah. And then after doing that, I was like, fucking brilliant. This is the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> um, Used teleport for the first time, a cut back across Anna Londo. Yeah. And I spoke to that woman in there, the, oh. the firekeeper, and was yeah. like, oh yeah, I could upgrade my Estus flask. And I update, upgraded my Estus flask. Now, on my first playthrough of Dark Souls, the big sticking point, the bit which took me like fucking days to beat, was mm. the Four Kings. Yeah. But I, whenever I did the Four Kings, I was having to come back from the um, the bonfire by uh, in the uh, Undead Chapel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was having to go up there, through the chapel, up the lift. Oh, shit. Because the firelight's going. Shit. Because I couldn't use the fucking Firelink Shrine bonfire. (laughs) So, just to avoid that ever happening again. (laughs) That's what happens. Now we're just fucking off Lautrec straight away. His arm is shit. Fucking, you're done for, mate. You drop the the Ring of Faith protection, mate. Just off the ledge you go. Yeah, Lautrec's a bit of a twat. Or is he? Or is he? Oh, yeah. Um, who's the other guy? Is it uh, Ingrid, the um, the sealer who's still hanging around New Londo? Oh, aye. aye. He's like the other one who's definitely not a prick. Um, although, well, he is one of the sealers, I guess. <laughs> Bottom of his hands, I see. Yeah. Um, and then there's obviously um, Onion Bro. I forgot his proper name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sigma. Sigma, yeah, mm. of Katarina. He's all right. Uh, so that's to be one of those three for me. I think uh, Laurentius to the Great Swamp. I like him. Oh, yeah. He's all right, yeah. And I feel bad <laughs> for sending him to fucking Blighttown <laughs> and coming back hollow. <laughs> yeah, gets you, gets you started on the old pyromancy thing, so deserves deserves better and <laughs> a dignified death. 
Um, Alright, Moonjam returns from a one-question hiatus. Say, um, <laughs> will any game ever capture the indescribable blend of excitement and tranquility that Mario 64's opening guard instilled? I don't know, because that is pretty timeless, that. Yeah, totally. Um, um, but there's got to be something else. Yeah. I don't know. Don't know. Um, so, is, has there been a game where like the first thing you get is just this fucking open place where... And it's just like, hey, go have an adventure. Yeah, but you can kind of piss around. It's an open mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, because that's the thing the, with the But at the same to... time, it's like a genuine, like, the start of something gigantic. Yeah. And, and you know it. Yeah, because the thing with Mario 64 is, yeah, it's like you, you're playing the game and learning it without playing it or learning it. You're just sort of fanning around in this area and you're experimenting with all the, you know, like climbing up the trees and having a bit of a swim, mm-hmm. um, figuring out the triple jump, stuff like that. <laughs> um, and like it, it's already entertaining without there being any real objective. And then, yeah, and it's just perfect. And yeah, not many games do that, do they? Or at I mean, least not, not to the same degree. I wouldn't say it's... um. Like tranquil. Well, it might. I suppose it might be a little bit, but like, I don't know. There's an um, maybe less exciting. But when you first step outside the uh, temple in Shadow of the Colossus, yeah, and you're suddenly aware of the scale of things. Aye, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is just a big open field that you can scoot around on your horse. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that works. Yeah, maybe that. That is a sudden mm-hmm. like fucking. Up. Oh, um. Fucking, you won't agree with me because you fucking you're gonna say Hyrule, Hyrule Field, Field in, Oc- yeah, in Ocarina yeah. of Time. The first time you hit that, you just like, Ugh, what? Yeah, but that's actually that's that's not right at the start, though, is it? Not by a long shot. No, it's not. No, but it's still a moment where you just go fucking out, mm. and you have this really cool moment of excitement. You know, the scale of the adventure has suddenly been thrown out in front of you, and you can run around, and then it fucking rug is pulled out from underneath you when night time is, <laughs> and there's skeletons everywhere. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, I can't think of anything else that no. is quite like that. Okay. So there you go. All right, Moon Jam, have you ever damaged yours or someone you love's penis? Um, I once got what I can only assume was some sort of paper cut right on the belt. <laughs> I have no idea to this day how that could have happened. Um, there was no incident. Like It was just went to the toilet and I was like, man, that really stings. What's going on? Um, and yeah. There was. And yeah, mystery. Absolute mystery. <laughs> Any, anyone else? Hey, I've, uh, I got a really bad blister once because I, I overclocked a wank. <laughs> I just, I, I went for it and I paid the price. <laughs> and I, I couldn't touch it for about a week. Wait, you didn't snap the banjo string or anything? You just no, 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 no. Okay. Th- this was like last year. Oh, right. This was me. Be- I was just having a good moment. <laughs> Brilliant. Andy. Um, wearing a particularly tight pair of jeans, the zipper was sort of pushing down onto it. Ugh. Um, And I just I left it too long before I sort of did anything <laughs> about it. <laughs> and um, yeah, that fucking hurt, basically. I don't know. It's like just what you get for dressing hole. like a trendy prick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, Whatever. That was, that was pretty miserable. Um, yeah. Manly J Panda says, "What piece of cheesing? I think you might mean cheating from your gaming past fills you with the most shame." I used to drive across the sea in F nineteen flight sim. <laughs> That's it. I, what? So they just they they didn't. So the sea was just there, and it wasn't actually like the game didn't understand it was any different from land. I guess, I guess so. Yeah. Just, oh, they just expected really, you to stay away from it. Yeah. Why would you? Why would you even try and do that? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Uh, I don't know. What uh, you can't really cheat in games these days. Yeah, that's why he says. That's why he says from your gaming past. Oh, does it? Yeah, oh, I missed that. Which part fills you with the most shame? Um, I don't know. Because uh, like in the days when you actually use cheats, it's because the games were just too fucking hard. Mm. Um, and you like you felt pretty justified in cheating mm-hmm. way through them. Um, I used to put on like when I was wee, I put on cheats for fucking everything. <laughs> I was I was bad for that, just getting the cheat book out, infinite yeah. health, things like that. <laughs> yeah, um, that was when cheat books were a thing. I never felt yeah. shame though. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. I've ever felt shame. No, yeah. the the cheat book like industry's ass has fallen out since microtransactions <laughs> came. In. Um, no, I, I can't think of any cheats I was ashamed to use. They're all like they all seemed entirely necessary and appropriate at the time. Um, I don't think I ever went into anything and cheated straight away. It was always like you'd have a go at it and be like, ah, oh, do you know what? Aye, aye. Um, and especially like in hindsight, it's like you know those games were difficult just because we didn't have as good a grasp of game design then as we do now. <laughs> um, so I don't even feel retroactively guilty. It's fine. It's all right. Yeah, I don't think I've ever. Yeah, there's definitely you just had to fucking do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's games too hard. Um, yeah. <laughs> Moon Jam. I think this is his final act. Um, he yeah. says, Peter Mullen, you cannot look at his own reflection without smashing it with his fist, sobbing lies, lies, discuss. <laughs> uh, I don't know, that doesn't sound like him. Um, um, he seems like a pretty chilled out guy, although we have insider information that may be because he's a massive stoner. So actually, <laughs> when he's coming down, that can lead to paranoia, right? So maybe he does do the whole... I'm not totally sure you know what you're on about, but we'll, no, go, with, we'll, go, why, yeah, we'll, we'll go with it. That's why I, sli- I slipped in that, like, isn't that right? Because I'm waiting for you to correct me. Because um, um, I know you're about to go, oh, well, I'm the expert on fucking drugs because I'm Andy Hamilton. Um, no, no. Um, I think that um, Peter Mullen, you can't look at himself in the mirror. Because um, <laughs> um, he's a vampire. Yeah, he's, he does, yeah. he's got a fucking Nosferatu... <laughs> Yes, especially on, with the little turtle neck. Yeah, I, I there, is a, there is a certain element of the vampire to, to old Molly. <laughs> um, I don't know. What's this going on with this goddess thing? Goddess. Yeah, uh, I didn't see this. I just saw a sort of general sod that thing on Twitter. Well, isn't it like um, basically, oh, right, um, it was kickstarted, mm-hmm, yeah. but like it's also on early access or something like that. And Yeah. I don't know. It's just at odds with the Kickstarter or something. I'm not following yeah, right, it. Okay. it. Just seems like more modern new fuckery, basically. <laughs> I don't know. Um, we talk about him too much. Um, yeah. Maybe we should put a modern new ban until he brings out a game that lives up to its hype. So we'll just never uh, talk about be a whale. again. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, we'll miss him when he's gone, though. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just the thing is like it's good that someone's doing it. It's just I'd kind of like someone to actually do his ideas <laughs> like, <laughs> like, when, yeah. like just follow through with them that'd be wicked yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know alright 2 plus 2 as Joe says respawn refuse to call their titans mechs what other video game staple do you give an unnecessary title Um, oh, I don't know that is fucking mental they're not calling it mechs um, yeah why aren't they it's like when WWE don't call it wrestling they call it sports entertainment <laughs> like they can't There's, it's, it's in mm. your contract can't can't say wrestling if you're on their show right because it's not Interesting. apparently it's, that's an old word because I mean is this <laughs> can't copyright the word wrestling can copyright the word sports entertainment <laughs> Because um, I don't know if this is just like a shitty uh, cynical marketing thing. Like, no, they are called Titans because they're Titans and they're special. They're not like those other giant robots you've seen before. They're Titans. Um, or is it just like they understand that mech games 
aren't usually a big deal um, to most people. Like this, dev for whatever reason, I'll never understand that games with big robots in it are still pretty niche. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just trying to distance themselves from that. I don't know. Fuck knows. What? What? It's let's daft, answer. Let's anyway. answer the question. I would call um, video game staples. I will call uh, every sewer level um, the uh, the Johnson. <laughs> right. Because it's an unnecessary title. Yeah. No, it works. <laughs> uh, I can't think of anything good though. Um, no, I'm fucking. I'm. I'm stuck. This is happening way too much on the podcast these days. It is. I don't mention I'm really ill. No. I don't know if I do. <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, so if you've not been entertained for the last hour and a half, that's why. Um, right. Next question. Manly J. Panda says, you complete Dark Souls 2 without dying on your first go. Do you holler in triumph or weep in disappointment? As the um, only person in here who can truly give an answer to this, <laughs> like, you, you would hollow with triumph. Like you, you, you probably like just grab the inside of your mouth while you're roaring and just pull your skin back over your head. Like, there's no would it, like. No, surely it would depend on like. So say you just waltz through it and you're like, ah oh, man, that was that was quite easy. I'm a little bit disappointed. No, and then like, no. and then you go on Twitter and everyone's like, oh man, this Dark Souls two is fucking well hard. I can't. I'm giving up. You'd be like, oh, oh okay. Oh, I'm actually brilliant. Yeah. It sort of depends. Not. It's not happening. It's not happening at all. No. <laughs> Next. Um, you can get an achievement for uh, your first death gives you an achievement. Uh, and I got mine in the first area, like within about oh. two minutes. <laughs> so no chance. No chance at all. Um, <laughs> 87th, the man Ross Fubis says, does anyone give a shit about the Hotline 2 controversy anymore? Um, uh, it doesn't look like it, does it? No, I've not heard of it. Who's, who's that bothered about Hotline Miami 2 in general? Me. Yeah, I know you are. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's gonna be bangers, mm. man. Alright. Um I just it just I don't know, what's it doing that the first one didn't? Well it's not, it's just more of it. I've done everything Aye. in Hotline Miami and I loved every second of it, so I would like mm. more of it. Yep. No, fine, fair enough. Re- I mean um, regarding the controversy though, I mean obviously I mean I've my stance on, on anything is like I don't I think everything is fair game. Um mm. on on the other hand of that I I, I it's not my place to tell anyone whether they should or should be offended aye, or upset aye. by anything. Um, yeah. So, you know, obviously I'm willing to see anything, but at the same time, if someone thinks something that's happened in the game is offensive and I don't, like, so be it. Mm. Uh, in terms of the Hotline Miami 2 controversy, um, obviously, yeah, it's, it's no, no news has been seen for a while. It's obviously died down. So now I'm in the position, which, I think, which, they, I, which um... I think everyone should be at now is just like, it's not out. Let's wait until we all see it, rather than uh, yeah, rather than I think... you know make a few you know decisions based on what other people have seen and sit around on the internet tweeting about something we haven't seen with a face like a fucking orangutan's finger paint. <laughs> like it doesn't seem like the thing to do. Yeah, I mean, from what I'd gathered, um, basically, yeah. So there's a bit of a fuss about it, and then Denaton were just like, yeah. Um, we realised we might have maybe fucked that up. Um, and basically, I think that the gist was we are speaking to people who know um, more about why this is perhaps not on, mm. um, and looking at possibly adjusting it. Um, and I think that was the last anyone's heard. Um, and I guess we'll see when it comes out. That's what I mean. Yeah, it's like which is which is fine. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, they they admitted, yeah, we maybe misjudged this. Um, we take, you know, we're accepting feedback on it. We, we, uh-huh. we discussed this at the time as well. It's like I I I think that like. In order for games to quote unquote you know grow, um, mm. they they do need to be able to handle any subject. 
Yeah. Um, the question is, is like, was hot? It was or is Hotline Miami two or Hotline Miami <laughs> the game to deal with yeah. that specific aye, thing? Aye. Now, the, now yeah. the answer is, we don't know. I don't know. It fucking yeah. might be. They might, you know. They, <laughs> but um, like realistically, probably not. Um, we said the same thing about Tomb Raider. Um, yeah, but then that God, came aye. out, and that exact scene isn't really what anyone thought it was going to be. No. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Um. But yeah, I'm excited about Hotline Miami 2, you fucking asshole. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not like, I'm, not, I'm to my sure it'll be great, I'm game just saying. 2012, what are you talking about? Alright, fine. Okay. Wow. Um, <laughs> even if the Vita version, I hated it. Um, get, <laughs> really? Yeah, I can't do the controls at all. Oh, I, f- I found it much better on the Vita. Madness. <laughs> um, I can't play it. I'm, I'm really, really good at the PC version. Can't play. Um, and it, it's it's muscle memory. I can't. I right, can't aye, the controls. Um, like uh, me and uh, Louis, Louis Proctor. Um, we we were playing it before it came out on some like ropey build, and there was no menu or anything, any kind of deep documents with the game. Um, so we were locked in a score attack on a couple of the levels, which basically meant that for a couple of months over that summer, you couldn't walk into the house without hearing the Hotline Man music playing. Which is all right. <laughs> I'm I, I'm all right with that. But um. That we it was only when the full retail game came out and I'd finished it did um we realised that there was a lock on so <laughs> at, at this point we were fucking like ruthless with the guns like just we just honed our skills to the point where like we could just run into rooms spin around and take out three people and we you know we were among like the first people to work out you could use the frogmaster combo up floors aye, aye. and um but it, you know, we caned it we hit it so hard that can't play it. Can't play it of anything but the keyboard and mouse. <laughs> and I'm the sort of dickhead who plays fucking first person shooters on the PC with control pad. Yeah. But not Hotline Miami, man. It's my own <laughs> fault. Alright, Gary. Gary Dooten says, everyone oh, no. says the new Thief game is shit. And it probably is. <laughs> but so was that Dishonored Lark and fucking Hitman Absa fucking Lucian. So what would make a good stealth game these days? Can we have another tent tube? Well, hang on. Dishonored wasn't shit. I man. didn't like it. Yeah, I know you didn't, but that's you in it. Um, <laughs> I like no, the Dishonored's all right, like man. I, I mean, <laughs> like, like I, uh, I was saying this on Twitter the other day, I was, uh, I did run out of steam with Dishonored. Um, I do want to go back to it one day. Um, I'm, I'm glad to see there's these daft rumors of there being a sequel. I think they're bollocks because I think there's just was it there's just that one supposedly leaked screenshot. Mm-hmm. Um, I reckon that that is nonsense. So I do think there'll be another one, and I'm looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, uh, I think stealth games. You're looking at you need well. You need to look more towards your Batman Arkham games, don't you? Um, and that they did yeah. that sort of aggressive stealth thing really well. Aye. In that it was stealth, but you were actually in control of the situation rather than just fucking hiding and like you know reacting to everything else. You Aye, like, you're kind of making your own opportunities as well instead yeah, of waiting exactly. for a space yeah, to yeah. open up. Yeah. Um, and I think when you compare that to um, certainly the earlier Thief games, I don't know if there's a new one's the same, but that was very much like like you you know you were, you were shit like you were fucking terrified most of the time like you know <laughs> if a single guard saw you like you could barely hold your own in a proper sword fight aye um, which you know was intentional and I, and I get that but at the same time it's like I didn't feel um, in control of what was going on at any point it's like it's like tennis you're reacting to what the other person's doing the other time you're playing it wrong <laughs> summit I don't know. What's the question? <laughs> stealth. Uh, yeah. Stealth that allows you to dictate situations instead of just reacting to them. Next. 
Next one um, is from Buscal Elite. And he says, other than Solid Snake, what's your favourite game character name, penis euphemism? Uh, are there any others? Uh, well, there's, I mean, there's Johnson from um, Thingy, uh, Shadows of the Damned. Yeah, Professor, oh, Professor I, Oak. I <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, can't think of any others. Big Daddy. Yeah. Bioshock. Yep. Uh, imagine what their penises are like. Tomb Raider. Looks <laughs> <laughs> like. Next question. Um, next question is um, from Tomb Raider Joe. He says, how do we stop war? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I, I I used to wonder if there'd be a way of doing like um like some sort of like war strategy game where like the only way to win would just to be to like to just not do anything <laughs> and if you if you like actually got involved in the war like both sides would just end up losing and being miserable but there was a way of just like if, like the first people to play and just be like hang on what happens if we just don't fight then in the game we'd be like well done you figured it out you win and that would be it but then I basically realised there's no way of making that fun or engaging or making it work in any way <laughs> so there is there's, we can't stop war joe i'm afraid sorry we tried yeah it's, it's an inevitability <laughs> can't be done yeah all right cool buscalelli also says can you flip pancakes or do you fanny about the spatula uh spatula i'm afraid uh yeah me too fuck that <laughs> i mean i made a fucking right hash of the pancakes last year they were like a little sort of crescent <laughs> folded up batter that tasted like shit um, so this year on Wallet you were all fannying around with pancakes I was drinking expensive German lager which seemed like much better right, so. uh, next um, Joe returns and he says Andy mm-hmm. which footballer would make the best fighting game character um, probably Roy Keane um, uh, although maybe after last weekend's uh, theatrics Alan Pardew but um, we're going to go with Roy Keane. Right? But, no, maybe Eric Cantona, actually. Because Roy well, Keane's hard as nails, but um, Eric Cantona, he's got the flying kick, he's got the temperament, he's got a bit of character <laughs> to him as well. Like, he does look like, you know, the collar popped up and stuff like that. Like, he could be in Guilty Gear. Like, <laughs> um, so we're going to go with Eric Cantona, his best fighting game character. Um, Fair enough. Joe then asks, Sean, which fighting yeah. game character would make the best footballer? <laughs> Who's the lad in Street Fighter with all the kicks? I've forgotten his name. <laughs> all right, um, you don't mean Horang in Tekken? No. Or you don't? You, you're not just going to pick the guy, the fucking footballer who's in um, uh, fucking what's it called? Um, rival schools. No. All right. <laughs> Although I might, I might pick David Beckham from Go Go Beckham Adventure and stuff. Around. It's not a fighting game, though, is it? Oh yeah, well, sort of. It. The, the, <laughs> you sort of you kick the ball at some creatures. That doesn't make it a fighting game. Sorry. <laughs> it's a fight, <laughs> and David Beckham always wins. So <laughs> you know, don't mess. Uh, no, the guy. For, oh fucking hell! What's his name? Uh, shit. Gap. No, the Chinese guy looks a bit like Bruce Lee. Oh, um, Fei Long. Fei Long. With all the yes. kicks. Yes, he's got fucking free punch buttons, mate. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but like all his specials are all kicks. He's the kicking guy. Yeah, they are. He's all he's got fucking... like dash punches and all sorts, mate. Whatever, mate. He's a kicking guy. Right, okay, Fei Long. Mate, but, uh, it'd be all right, actually. Like Fei Long, fair enough. Yeah. Um, next question is guest discuss. <laughs> um, I don't know where to fucking begin with that. Who'd win in a fight? Uh, oh, eh, uh, oh, Fei Long or Eric Cantona? Cantona does have the kick. The kick. Not, the, not, not, a, this, not a few kicks. The, I know nothing about football, but I know about Eric Cantona's kick. Yeah. So that's got to count for something. 
Okay. Aye, Cantona. Cantona would win. Aye. And who would okay, win yeah. in a game of football? No. Well, Fairlong does have all the kicks. So what we're saying here is Cantona <laughs> is probably better fitted for a fighting game. Yes. Fairlong's yeah. a better footballer. Yes. <laughs> Alright, cool. I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. Yeah. Um, fucking although, hell. although, although, would Fairlong be as good an actor? <laughs> that's, that's what I want to know. No. Alright, there we go. Settled. Jerome Mucky. This guy, Jerome MCI. <laughs> His name is Jerome right. McIntosh, but Jerome McIntosh says, oh, okay. what game did you grow up playing thinking no one else knew existed? Um, oh, shit. We had this on the last one. Um, when I mentioned uh, Seymour at the movies, it, oh, was, God, it, was, yes. it was only when you went, oh my God. So I was like, fucking hell, someone else said of it. I thought, that, <laughs> I thought that was me going niche. I thought that was a deep cut from the Codemasters back catalog. <laughs> um, but no. So probably those. There's, it's probably just a bunch of fucking Commodore 64 games. Like Stormlord. Anyone else fucking know Stormlord? Yeah, I remember Stormlord oh, with the little no. dwarf guy with the axe. Yeah, yeah, and tits. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Alley Cat. Everything you could ever want. Um, which one was Alley Cat? It was like a space schmup, but with racing, and you oh, okay. bet money and stuff. That sounds all right. It was. It was really um, <laughs> I think it was on the same uh, uh, demo tape as Trashman as well. Oh yeah, um, which is obviously Quality tape, obviously that. a bloody yeah. good tape. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I only had it on um, only had it on a tape on a Zap sixty four tape. Nice. I remember when I was a kid. Uh, when I had, a, I say when I was a kid, I must have been sort of. I get a snare, must have been eight or nine. Um, uh, I mean, obviously everyone had like Mario, F Zero, um, Star Fox, all you all usual ones. I was the only cool prick who had a Cybernator. So there you go. Thought I discovered that. Um, but now that I'm an adult, turns out loads of people recognise that it was <laughs> and still is fucking excellent. Anything Anyone bad. else? Uh, evil Search for Eden. Oh, why? Yeah. Oh, yeah. On the SNES. But the thing is, a lot of my pals, they're not really into games as much as me. So yeah. any game I mentioned could have been fucking rare to them. Mm. But uh, I, I always thought that was that was one of those ones that was my wee secret. <laughs> Never thinking, you know, every cunt's played it on the SNES. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously... When we were kids, it was a lot easier to allow yourself to think that because not only did we not have the internet, but you could only you know you didn't get half as many games. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so of course, like it was easy to think that you were the only person who played something, especially uh, if you didn't have any mates. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, always an issue. It, it, Alley Cat was on the first ever Zap sixty four I bought, um, okay. and it didn't have Trash Man on it. Actually, the demo RoboCop three. But oh, Trashman was on free ep- free issues time. It was a cover with Steg the Slug on the front of it, and the demo yeah. de- demo tape featured Mrs. Mop, Trashman, Black <laughs> yes. Knight, and Elvira too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, Mrs. Mop was excellent. And I think that was the issue which came with a fucking like A3 Elvira poster as well, which <laughs> I, I was like ten or something like that. <laughs> it was just like yeah, blew your mind. Jesus wept. <laughs> um, the- <laughs> The great thing about uh, Mrs. Mop um, was the fact that you were just an old woman going around uh, cleaning a high school or whatever. Um, and uh, yeah, you had a time limit um, every level, which was just the condition of her spine. And then eventually <laughs> it would get too bad and she'd be unable to continue working. And that taught me as a child that one day I would get old and <laughs> not be able to do things anymore. <laughs> Next. Lee says, I've never played a Dynasty Warriors game, but you've got me intrigued. Where do I start? I've got a Wii U, 3DS and PS3. 
Hey. I'd probably fucking hang about for the next one, man. Aye. Yeah, might as well at this point. Mind you, you can probably get the others really cheap. Uh, it depends what you're into. If you're all right with ancient Chinese warlords, then yeah, maybe wait for the next Dynasty Warriors. If you prefer daft anime robots, uh, Dynasty Warriors Gundam 3 is fucking top. Um, Are they doing a new one? A new, a new Gundam one? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. First I've heard. Oh, um, I'll fucking look that up. Some research. <laughs> better, better ads. Better not be giving our listeners duff gen. Dynasty Warriors Gundam 4. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it is it's, it's fucking happening wicked well that'll be good um yeah just get one of those uh don't get the 3ds one apparently it's a bit poo i haven't played it though uh ditto the wii u it's one, out I think. it's out in japan fucking hell yeah Alrighty. um ps3 um, and vita with cross playing and cross saving between the two versions oh that's dangerous recently the game was announced <laughs> to be localized in america as a digital download in the summer of 2014 Top. Not Europe, so fuck you. Yeah, but it probably will. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this isn't Monster Hunter we're talking about, it'll be fine. Um, yeah, uh, whatever you're doing, yeah, get a PS3 one. Um, Dynasty Warriors has been poorly served on the 3DS and Wii U. So. Yeah. Which is a shame. Never mind. Uh, alternatively, get a Vita and then you can download Dynasty Warriors next for free. That's true, and it's all right. Oh, that's it's quite right. good. Yeah. Yeah. Some weird decision, but decent. Aye. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Chris Smack says, if I wait for Dark Souls 2 on PC, will I go hollow before it's released? Probably not. It's about a month away, isn't it? Right. I see that. Down. That's enough to give me the fear. I'm still, I'm like, when I, when they confirmed the date and the fact that a lot of places are selling it for about 20 quid on the PC, I was a bit like, oh, should I just wait? Nah, I can't do it. No. PS3. PS3. I'll be fine. Because you would need to just stay away if you have any kind of social media for that month. Well, exactly. Yeah. And it's, you wouldn't be able to like, talk you know, to anybody. You, Exactly. Like it's always nice um, when a big game comes out. It's always nice to be involved in that conversation. But I think with something like Dark Souls Two, it's going to be that tenfold, isn't it? Yeah. Aye. Um, like being on the, you know, like being on that first wave and like everyone discovering stuff together and figuring things out and stuff. See, I'm looking forward um, to being like Yoda. <laughs> like, I'm actually really looking forward to. Like, I thought I, like, when, when I accepted to do the review, I thought, "Fuck, you know, I am sort of going to miss out on that stuff." But now I'm mm-hmm. really looking forward to just being sat there, going like, "Yes, come to me when you can." <laughs> but also on the other side, I'm also really looking forward to people going like, "Oh, I just did this," and me going, "Sorry, <laughs> you first <laughs> did what?" Yeah. Because I'm going to know that I, how to get back there and do it quicker, and I'm going to I'm going to know that mm-hmm. I'm going to see the um. I'm going to see the the difference. They're just going to see the way, you know? Mm. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing the first wave of people doing shit that I think's weird. <laughs> All right, Renegade6Killer says, I paid to upgrade the PS3 version of Injustice to the PS4. What's your worst wasteful game purchase where you really should have known better? Checks Steam list. Um, mm. Let's have a look at my Steam library, because it's definitely in here. Oh, what's my... The, the worst one recently was fucking Tomb Raider on the PS4. Aye. Fuck it, I bought that just because I didn't have anything else to play. And I've just checked mm. as well, I, I pre-ordered Infamous. I don't even like Infamous stuff. I, shouldn't it, <laughs> like, I, I, I keep buying shit on my PS4 that, like, just because... I to justify it. Yeah, and I don't need to do that. I bought my PS4 at that time because I knew that financially I could. Mm-hmm. So it was worth just getting it done in case fucking Last Guardian comes out and I couldn't afford it. <laughs> so uh, it's there. I'm prepared. But what I need to do is just stop buying TOS for it. <laughs> Any PS4, guys. Aye. Um, honestly, Thief for me. Yeah. Just, I, I'm so reluctant to even turn it on again, but I feel like I need to just to get my money's worth. Did you get it on the PC? 
Aye, and I'm still gutted at that eighteen pound. Because you can't try the <laughs> fucking thing in. Aye, see, I wouldn't care if it was console. I just fire it on eBay tonight. Yeah, but... that's the thing. I keep looking at it, going, "Oh well, I've got a really good PC now, so my game I can just get it from the PC and it'd be cheaper." But I'm like, "Yeah, but st- when it's new, it's not cheaper, and you can't <laughs> sack it off if it's shit." So, um, whatever. All right, Quiff is dead. Says, if Pokemon were real, which one would you hold up? Which one would you hold at night to make you feel safe? Oh, I don't know. Snorlax. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Obviously, the most cuddleable of the lot. Aye, you would use it as the bed. Yeah. yeah. What was Snorlax's yeah, Snorlax. ability? I don't know nothing of Pokemon. Like when it comes to hey. actually playing it. So. No well, idea, he could, mate. He could sleep and increase his health. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't remember it. It's been years. Okay, so he could sleep. Um, Aye. Uh, I don't know how safe that makes you feel, but we're going to go with him anyway. <laughs> oh, and you can wake him up with a flute. And what's he doing? Yeah. Fucking smash out. He wakes up and attacks you. Huh. Yeah. And that's how you capture him. He's in the way, in a cavern, and mm. you have to wake him up. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty rubbish. Uh, okay, <laughs> fair enough. We only get that one chance to capture him. It's exciting. So you assume he must be good. Yeah. Bring all troubles. Yeah. <laughs> Next. Quiff is Dead also says, if you swap bodies for one day, how long would it take for me to ruin your life forever and how? As in as in you and me, not... Yeah. yeah. Okay. I would probably um, just... I'd pro- you could basically kill me yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably, <laughs> with alcohol. I'd probably just fucking start drinking and then if stroke of midnight, I disappear from your body. <laughs> I'd, I would just make sure that you were in a, like, a really bad place at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'd, Sounds good. I'd um, just like leave you on some train tracks with half a bottle of whiskey or something and just, that's me back in my body. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> um, yeah, easy enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, Renegade Six Killer also says South Park, South Park's release in Germany um, is delayed as not all the swastikas removed. Now, first of all, I did not know there were any swastikas in South Park the movie and it's South Park the game even and now mm. I want to play it even more. <laughs> um, he says, isn't it about time they got them got over themselves now? I think he's talking about the Germans there. Hey. That's a bit rude because I've spent my time in Germany for the last fucking week and my God, it's a much nicer place to live than England. <laughs> it's amazing. It's a country where they treat you like an adult and no one exploits it. Imagine that. Brilliant. Oh, is that like drinking on your lunch break and shit? Yeah, and they're just like, well, as long as you're not rat-ass, then, you know, do what you need to do. Like, the, the tube system, you just get a ticket at the start of the day and it stamps it, and then every now and again someone might check it. But other than that, it's like, well... Just trust it. Don't have, there's no gates or anything. Just get on the thing, and um, yeah, it's the whole the whole vibe of the place was just like, just don't fuck anyone off. We've got quite a <laughs> we've got a system here that works on you lot not being <laughs> dickheads. Um, like uh, going slightly off topic or something, but we went to this fucking place on the last night, and at the end of the night, at the end of the um the meal, which is like this big rib sort of barbecue rib place. It's a really nice atmosphere in there. The bar, the bar staff were like constantly sort of like pissing around, drinking for the punters and stuff. And at the end of the night, I go to ask for the bill. The guy comes over, and goes, Is "Food good?" "Yes." Um, he then goes, "Right, drinks, shots. Do, like, do have a shot before you leave." <laughs> and I was a bit like, "Nah, it's the last night. I'm, I'm all right. Don't worry, man." And he was like, "No, no, no. It's cool. Just relax. I'll get you, get you a drink each." And I sort of said, because I didn't really want to spend any more money. <laughs> but either way, I was like, fuck it. I sort of turned my girlfriend. It's the last night. Let's get one. So he brings over 
really expensive bottle of whiskey, really expensive bottle of rum, dumps on the tables, pauses a glass each, and just goes, there you go, relax, enjoy it. So I finish it, and um, instantly I'm a bit like, that was fucking expensive <laughs> and really nice. Um, and I sort of said to my girlfriend, look, I don't really want to buy another glass of these. He did a good sales pitch that one time. <laughs> Let's get out of here. So we sort of say, like, oh, how do we pay? And he goes, yeah, you just go up to the counter and pay. We don't bills on the table. So I wander over the counter. And he tallies it up, and they didn't charge us for that drink at the end. And it was then that this fucking realization just hit me that, like, how English was I being there? That one, I thought it was a sales pitch, and two, I was like, yeah, okay, you, this is this is you selling me another drink. But it wasn't. <laughs> they quite literally meant, well, your meal's over, here's a drink on the house, relax, all stay right. in here all night, just enjoy yourself, buy more beer if you want, whatever. And they put those bottles on the table, because if I wanted another one afterwards, I could have just had another one afterwards. On the trust that I'm not just going to nick the bottle or down it or anything like that, because <laughs> then obviously that would be a bit shitty. But it was just like that kind of summed up the place. So to answer your question, does, do Germans need to get over themselves? No, but um, you know their censorship laws in games is pretty strong. However, I don't think that them being unreasonable about swastikas in games is necessarily a bad thing over there. Mm, I mean, I'll tell you what, I went into this fucking museum. And there's um, this one room, and it's loads of metal boxes locked round the edge of it. It was a fucking TV and fucking cinema museum as well. And I opened up one of them, and it was obviously like, these are this is all footage from, you know, 1933 to 1945. Videos and films made in that time, like propaganda movies. I'll tell you what, doesn't matter. <laughs> Even though I know what, you know, it was a museum. But when you open up a drawer in Germany, and you fucking... Un- as you pull it out, you notice this bloody great big flag in it with a swastika on it. You fucking jump. <laughs> Straight away, I was like, oh, shit. Do I, have I just found something I shouldn't? Like, <laughs> just closed it immediately. Um, but, um, nah, whatever. The funniest one, though, was still um, fucking calm again in Germany. Uh, that apparently censoring it to zombies wasn't enough for the German classification. Board, so they had to change all the zombies to dinosaurs. Oh, yeah, fuck's sake. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. South Park the game. Let's use this as an opportunity. Have you seen the um, censored shots? No, I actually no. Um, basically, it brings up a screenshot um, which just badmouths European release, essentially. Um, I'll try to find it because I should have done some research before. Because they had made it as if it was just a description, but it's more like them going, sorry, Europeans. Yeah. Like, you could have been seeing this, but you can't because of blah, blah. And there's, like, a guy with his head in his hand. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's along those lines. It says something like, um, at this point, you were supposed to be anally probing Randy Marsh by accident. <laughs> um, which, as the reaction says, like, I don't think there's anything I want to do in games this year more than have to be Randy Marsh and anal probe. Um, is, is there any way to get that uncensored yet? Uh, I think the PC version's uncensored. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. me done. There we go. It says, um, great news, Europe. You and your children have been spared from the following scene. Picture <laughs> yourself at the third console, trying to save Randy. Is hopeful that this is the console that will save him. And it does. Not before it causes the anal probe machine in his cell to plug <laughs> itself into his sphincter and ram him with great verve. <laughs> 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 Which Christ. is sort of brilliant. <laughs> yeah. But, um... Yeah, do kind of want do kind of want to have to aim the pro Randy Marsh because it's very right, funny. Absolutely. Um, all right, PC version it is. PC version. All right, we're sort of approaching the last chunk of this podcast, so I'll just find good questions yeah. and fire them. Sorry, out. I'm I'm flagging big time, big time. You've Carry been flagging on. since the fucking start of it. Yeah. Really. Um. <laughs> right. Good question. Moonjam says, which game has the largest imbalance between visuals and gameplay? Either way. 
Mm. Ooh. Uh, what so looks amazing, but is shite, or mm. is amazing, but looks shite. Um, worked it out. Well done. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, oh, uh, uh, Bioshock Infinite's got to be there, surely. Yeah, that's, that was what I was I, I, I'd agree with that. Looks amazing. Um, Standard shooter, whatever. Yeah. Um, um, what about the other way? So it plays brilliantly, but looks rubbish. I mean, some people would say that Space Giraffe looks shit. Remember that infamous Xbox magazine review where they basically said it was dog shit? Basically a fucking light sim. Yeah, but Space Giraffe's got gameplay out of the wazoo. Yeah, <laughs> so maybe Minter stuff. Well, I like Minter stuff. I like the aesthetic, but it is a. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not just sort of retro, you know, um, you know, vectors or anything like that. It's a bit ugly as well, like with all the sort of big mm. garish neon bits coming off it. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Um, fucking good games though. Right. Okay. What is your favourite FMV based game? Says Saintly Stewart. He's currently playing Ripper with Christopher Walken. Um. There aren't any good there, ones. There are no good ones. Probably, um, uh, fucking Phantasmagoria is probably yeah. the pick of the punch. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Certainly more. No, I, I can't even think of any others. No. Um, what else we got? Um, what game would be, would you feel the most and least guilty buying for 85p, says Willeth? This is in, re- um, like, relation to the fact that Sony fucked up and apparently you could buy Killzone Shadowfall for 85p. I got that last night. Oh, did you get it? That's, I, I woke, I woke up at, like, 3 in the morning, just checked it, downloaded it, it plays fine. Fuck but I'm on. just wondering, is it something today we, because I'm having a free week just now. Yeah. Right. So I'm wondering if at the end of that my download might fuck up. Yeah. But I suppose that's only going to happen if I'm connected to the internet. That's true. Uh, yeah. But I so I'll wait until the end of the week to see. But if so, eighty five pence bargain. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean that like it's, I've Killzone Shadowfall gets quite a bad rap. I think it's a perfectly competent fun shooter. Well, I mean I I bought it. And the multiplayer didn't fucking really bangers. Like really, I didn't really get home with it and I sold it. Mm. But then when I saw it for eighty five pence, I thought fuck it. Yeah. I'll enjoy it for 85 pence. Like the multiplayer alone for 85 pence is a steal. Um, what game would I feel guilty of paying 85 pence for? Fucking Dark Souls. Aye. Yeah. Like, I, um, it's worth your money. Yeah, like, some, it's, it's an obvious answer. We use it for everything, but, like, <laughs> it, you know, it's that whole Kojima thing about um, mm. Ground Zeroes. Everyone's like, it's 40 quid, and it's whatever couple of minutes long um <laughs> i mean i saw uh steve burns from video gamer said that he's played it for four hours now and still wants to go back and try things so i Aye. think that sean your your words on it yeah. last time were fucking correct mm. to the surprise of absolutely no one um <laughs> that that just seemed to be it just seemed to be an overreaction to it but again if someone said i think it was Limmy who fucking said this actually but like <laughs> if dark souls cost like 100 quid like you, yeah and you bought it for 100 quid you feeling cheated? Like, no. fucking not at all. No. If Dark Souls was like ninety nine, ninety nine, but but you know their advertising was like, look, trust us. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it's it's worth it. Um, and you you know you went in on it, and there's no fucking denying them. It is worth it. But yeah, so Dark Souls, I'd feel guilty paying eighty five pence for. What game would I mm. feel <sighs> glad? I don't know, man. I I rented Duke Nukem Forever. That felt oh. like too much, but I think 85p, I probably would have gone, ah, right. <laughs> Yeah, maybe the Duke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do one more question. Fucking... Cool, go on. Stack yeah. this one into the cliff. Oh, there's loads of questions. All right, here we go. Um, it's from our own, very own Man Punch. <laughs> this is a good one. 
He says, which fictional building from a video game would you like to have a poo in? <laughs> this is obviously uh. in relation to the fact that when I was in Berlin, I took a shit at the Reichstag. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> which, um, Makes sense. I felt like... I also took a piss in the museum, uh, took a shit in the museum at the Holocaust Memorial, which was on the site of the old SS headquarters, um, which Fuck. was the hardest poo I've ever done in my life because I was weighed <laughs> down by the weight of history while I was doing it. Um, <coughs> Excuse me. Like, I've probably um, taken a dump in the same radius as Hitler did many, many, yeah. many moons ago, which I think means yeah. I'm haunted by the ghost of Hitler's turd or something now. <laughs> probably, yeah. Um, probably, I don't know, any, anywhere in the Undead Berg, because um, then I could trace <laughs> the poo all the way down to Blighttown <laughs> in the Poison Lake. Follow it all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. Um, out of heaven. Yeah, yes. some toilets in there, near where um, yeah. your man, Psycho Mantis, is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's just off to the left um, to have a shit there. Fucking, let's draw this to an end. We're dying here, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm ill as fuck and really tired. I've been holding in a cough for about an hour. Yeah. Right, well, yeah, the lesson so... I've learned is next time I yeah. ask for podcast hosts and guests is just make sure they're not fucking ill. But um, yeah. either way, cheers for coming on, Guy. Yeah. Is there anything was... you want to plug? Uh, bruh, I don't know. <laughs> Chucky Dregs, I'm on Chucky Dregs now. I don't, oh, know, nice. if I'm a, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Maybe. <laughs> Makes... I'm sure the new, the new one will be up by the time this is up. Wicked. Yeah, probably That's no, that's no criticism, by the way. That's no mean <laughs> Right, cool. Yeah, thanks for coming on, guys. Much appreciated. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm going to go for a sleep. <coughs> oh, I needed that. <laughs>